You are listening to Inspired Caring, episode number 92. Hello, welcome to Inspired Caring. I'm your host, Michelle Magner. If you are caring for an older family member, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I bring insight, tips, inspiration, and strategies to help you care for the people that you love without losing yourself along the way. Having cared for both of my grandmothers, I've helped manage everything from hospital stays, households full of belongings, to navigating senior living and end-of-life care. And I've worked in senior living as a result of that experience, serving my residents and their families as they've been on this journey too. Thank you for joining me today, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Inspired Caring. Hello, hello. How is it going out there? Things are cooking along in the Magner household. We are doing well. I have various projects that I'm working on for the year. We're starting to plan a couple of trips. Our daughter's graduation party. I love planning. I love a good plan and a list and just thoroughly enjoy that. So things are well here in Omaha. Today, I wanted to talk about optimism motivation and gratitude. I just completed 21 days of gratitude with a group of six people who live in a nursing home. This is the second time I have done this project. And I just really cherished my time with these wonderful people and am so grateful that they were willing to participate in the project with me. Gratitude was something that I started to learn more about when I was in my practicum for my master's program, master's of gerontology program. So it's something that I'm exploring and working with, with seniors. The general idea is to invite people at approximately the same time of day to reflect on what they are feeling grateful for. And hopefully within that reflection, they, you are able to generate emotions that come when you think of each of the things that you're feeling grateful for. And there's definitely some vulnerability around this when you are asking for someone to share their life stories um, and peel out bits of gratitude. So I just am super happy that people were willing to go there with me because they're sharing what they've accomplished, their losses, where they found gratitude within the loss, the lessons they've learned, it, it, it can get pretty deep. There's also lighter stuff that people feel grateful for, like um, something small, like having a pen to write with or a phone call from a child, their son. Um, there was one day when two women were outside the window of a couple of the residents' rooms and apparently a chicken had gotten loose. <laughs> So they were watching these two women chase this chicken all over. And for one of the people in particular, it just took them back to their farm days. So that was super fun. You know, a lot of the people, not a lot, that's not a fair statement. Some of the people that I did the project with were grateful for running water and electricity. I feel like I've, this is like deja vu. I've talked about this before, but and they're just so grateful that they don't have to go use an outhouse. 
I mean, there's a shift in perspective for you. I learned during the practicum project, um, Sean Acor spent 12 years at Harvard. I think that's how you say his last name. And he did a TED talk on happiness. He's actually really funny. And he talked about gratitude being a way to create those new neural pathways in your brain to move you from pessimism to optimism. So not surprisingly, optimism is a factor in successful aging. I really, I believe that it impacts our sense of motivation and purpose as well. And I think right now, all of us, all of us would do ourselves a favor to have a little more optimism in our daily life. I want to support this idea that people can be informed and concerned and optimistic. It's okay to focus on what is going right in your life and in the world. In fact, I, I really think it's critically important that we do look for those things. It's okay to give your brain a break on problem solving especially if it is the weight of the world's problems you're trying to solve. It's okay to reduce the noise. It's okay if you're trying to figure out what's next with your loved one's care. If you start with what is currently working, what is in our favor, where are our support systems? That is a great place to start from. People started the year, the new year, full speed ahead with goals and resolutions. And early February is when I feel like things begin to slide. And I mean, there's statistics on it. I don't know what they are, but most resolutions are abandoned by blah, blah date. Um, I know that the gym isn't as busy. So that to me means one of a number of things. Maybe people are just needing a minute to regroup. They're sore. Maybe on any of your goals, you're just needing a minute to take a deep breath. Maybe people are seeing results and kind of the high of those results has created some exhaustion or just a confidence. And so people start to back off, back down, slack off. Or maybe you're not seeing results and so you're frustrated and that's why there's a lack of motivation and optimism there. Um, or maybe something's changed, you know, maybe something's changed. And so optimism is sliding. It can impact our motivation. The thing is, is that the things that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, most of the time, I mean, there are threads of for the greater good, but oftentimes those goals are for your own health and well-being, and they're for your best interest at heart. And self-care or something that you wanted just for you or maybe your family were part of those areas of focus, your resolutions. And hopefully they were tied to your values and priorities. So I just want to, you know, take a deep breath, readdress, make sure that you are feeling aligned and on track and circle back to how are you generating motivation and optimism? Like what is going well? Just ask yourself in general, 
within your life, within your day, your family, your job? What is going well? What is working? What are the areas that are working that could maybe grow or be expanded upon? What are you looking forward to? I keep asking my kids this question. What are you looking forward to? And I get, oh, oh, oh. So (laughs) what are you looking forward to? What are you feeling hopeful about? Are you giving yourself credit? I mean, at the end of the day, just 30 seconds, reflect on what went well that day, what you accomplished. Maybe it was simply emptying the dishwasher or bringing in the mail. Maybe it was finishing a presentation. I know at the end of today, I'm going to feel accomplished that I recorded this podcast. So at the end of your day, instead of putting your brain to bed, thinking about what didn't get done, what did get done? Keeping perspective is really important. Just putting things back in perspective. And if your perspective isn't serving you or working for you, maybe check out a different perspective that could potentially provide some optimism. Nature helps. Nature helps with optimism. Unplug. Just keep in mind that times change, seasons change, the moon changes, stages and phases, what we see of the moon, okay? I get it. Stages and phases of your life change. Life is not linear. There's a constant ebb and flow. When I was in France visiting my friend, um, it was this little coastal fishing town village and I, I don't know why it was so shocking to me, but the tide would come in and the water literally was right at the edge of the town and then the tide would go out and the water like all slurped out to sea and in fact exposed this road from the main land to this little island and cars would drive on it. And she said occasionally a tourist would for you know get screwed up on the timing of getting back to the island to the mainland from the island on this little road and the sea level would rise again and they would have to get helicoptered out of there. But just there's ebb, there's flow. It just, I don't know, twice a day she just kept I kept laughing, like, this is amazing. And she just looked at me like twice a day. Every day, there is ebb and flow. Optimism, motivation, circling back on gratitude. One of the residents, what he just wanted to repeat back stories, like repeat back the facts of the stories, because it was too hard for him to stretch into, what are you feeling grateful for? Just looking at the last 24 hours or looking around your room, what are you feeling grateful for? He couldn't. He just couldn't make that connection. So he would tell me stories about things that had occurred in his life. And where we were able to find the threads of gratitude um, was just exploring within those stories something that maybe he felt grateful for. So an example from my life would be my grandma was in the hospital and she was in failing health. 
and she had made a decision that she didn't want to pursue any more treatments. She returned back to the nursing home. So those are all facts. That is a story that happened. But then as I was thinking through the story, I was thinking, I'm so grateful that she was able to make that decision for herself. I'm grateful that the doctor supported it. I'm grateful that she lived in a place that could provide her 24-7 care. And I'm grateful that I was able to be by her side. And gratitude can generate optimism. And humans need optimism. So I encourage you to look for the good so that you can be the good. And I am with you and I see you and you are doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Keep up the good work. I love you. Hey y'all, I am so excited to bring you the Inspired Caring program. This program is specifically designed with you in mind, people that are helping their aging family members on this caregiving journey. The first six weeks, we get really focused in on mindset. So all the things that we've been talking about for the last couple of years on the podcast are being poured into and dug a little deeper in that first six weeks. And then the second six weeks, we begin to develop a care plan for you so that you have actual tools and strategies in place to be sure that you are grounded, you are feeling centered, and taking care of yourself along the way of this caregiving journey. I know how easy it is to just get lost in the shuffle when you're taking care of somebody else and helping other people. So I'm really excited. We're going to get going March 2nd, which is a Thursday. And to find out more information, go to michellemagner.com. Remember, Michelle only has one L in it. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-A-G-N-E-R.com. And get registered. Let's enroll. Come and hang out with me. We'll be on Zoom, so we'll actually see each other face-to-face. Cannot wait. Go register. I'll see you then.